Blog Talk Radio. Block Talk Radio Nation. It is Sunday night. Happy Mother's Day to all of you mothers out there. It actually has a double meaning. Uh, you were tuned into upon further review. And as always, I am LeVar and I am joined by my lovely co host Katie. What's going on? Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah. To the mother of my show. Yeah, yeah. What's oh, like I said. Nothing much, nothing much. Um, it has been quite a busy day and weekend full of sports. Uh, we will, of course, kick things off, as always, by going through the scoreboard. And there was NBA action, and there was, for pretty much the second day in a row, a Game 7 involving a team from Los Angeles. This time it was the Clippers beating the Woo! Memphis Grizzlies 82-72. So the Clippers advance to the next round of the Western Conference playoffs to face the San Antonio Spurs. We'll talk about that in a moment. Um, Miami took a 1-0 lead in their series against the Indiana Pacers today. They beat them 95-86. And uh, just yesterday, LeBron James picking up his third MVP award. Definitely going to talk about that also. Um, Quite a bit of uh, questions coming about from that. But um, in Major League Baseball, there was a lot of action today. And I will start first with the Sunday night game, which is still ongoing. It is Texas 13, the Angels 5, which uh, for Angels fans right now, I don't think they know what type of Angels team they're going to be getting right now, no. uh, especially after a lot of money was spent on uh, free agents and to come out in a nationally televised game and to put up a stinker like this one tonight. Pretty sure there will be some uh, people on sports radio in Los Angeles tomorrow. I'm not too pleased. Um, I don't see how they could be, also, but yeah, it's. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Do you hit the panic button right now? I mean, it's still early in the season. No. There's so there were so many expectations for this Angel squad to come out smoking. But do you hit the panic button now? Do you start to worry about whether they can make the playoffs? I think they're worrying more than they were before. But, again, yes, it's not even June. They haven't hit the all-star break. But they can't keep sitting and waiting. I feel like they're sitting around waiting for this to, to unfold, and it's not unfolding. They are waiting and waiting, and nothing is happening. There's going to have to be some mid-season acquisitions. There's some moves that, that this team's going to have to make maybe internally here. You know, it's just if people aren't producing where you paid them to produce, maybe you were wrong. Well, if they need a pitcher, there is a very hot rumor that the Philadelphia Phillies may be trying to shot Cole Hamels by the uh, All-Star break. So, I don't know. Uh, I think of all those, he would be the best in the American League. But. Yeah. So, we never know when that could happen. 
Uh, it was Seattle over the Yankees today, 6-2. Miami beat the Mets 8-4. Tampa Bay 9, Baltimore 8. It was Boston. Surprise, surprise. I guess it took a game against Cleveland, but it was Boston beating Cleveland 12-1. Phillies over to uh, Padres 3-2. In 12 innings, it was the Pirates 3, Houston 2. Kansas City beat the Sox 9-1. The Cubs over Milwaukee 8-2. Minnesota beat Toronto 4-3. It was Atlanta 7, St. Louis 4. Atlanta Express continues on there. <laughs> so I know you were happy with that one. It was uh, also Detroit beating Oakland. <laughs> Detroit beating Oakland 3-1. to Dodgers 11, Colorado 5. It was San Francisco over Arizona 7-3. to And it was Cincinnati beating a um, surprisingly a hot Washington Nationals team 9-6. to In golf today, it was Matt Kuchar winning the Players' Championship. Martin Laird finished tied for second with Ricky Fowler and Ben Curtis and Zach Johnson. It was a four-way tie for second. How do you like this one? For winning the Matt for the Players' Championship, Matt Kuchar picks up a cool $1.7 million. Not bad for a weekend's worth of work. He just how to, learning how to play golf. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? In NHL action, it is a final. It wow. is Los Angeles beating the Phoenix 4-2. Yes, the Kings. Um, Los Angeles now leads that series one game to Zilch. In tennis, and I'm going to talk about this in a second. It was Roger Federer winning uh, the ATP uh, Mutual. And I like where you're going with this. I already know, so let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, the Madrid. He won that one, uh, uh, three six seven five seven five. Serena won the women's uh, draw over that when she beat Victoria Azarenka six one six three. Did you see the gift that Roger Federer was awarded after that? No. Well, well, and I don't know where you're going. Well, where did you think that was going to go? I thought we were going to go about these people boycotting these clay surfaces. Well, that too, with this clay that they don't really like. Well, it's, it's really, it could hurt people. And I know it's a, it's good to put in the mix between, you know, hard courts and grass and, and stuff like that. But these guys can't get their footing. They're slipping and sliding. You know, I just... People could be injured just over just one time they want to switch to a clay court, you know. it's Is this kind of a thing, though, with that where it's kind of like, uh, you know, when they first bought about AstroTurf. I know a lot of people, you know, some people liked it, some people didn't like it. But it kind of, you know, they revolutionized it. And after a while, it kind of went back to the drawing board. <sighs> Tennis is a very odd sport. It is rare when they bring about new changes to this sport. Right. I don't know if they're going to – I mean, I think if the top players in the world walk out and say, hey, we're not going to play, they may take notice and they may say, hey, we'll go back to the drawing board. And that's exactly what happened. Because, yeah. So I, I think they they probably will go back and look at that because I, I think you don't want – a person like Roger Federer getting injured. You don't want a person like Rafael Nadal getting injured. No, like these are your best tennis players. Yeah. This is who's envision like lightening the game for people to want to watch. And now these guys are like, no, I don't want to play. Pretty much. And uh, well, the weird thing out of that game today, you know, later on in this show, we're going to talk about the weird moment in sports of the week. <laughs> this is actually kind of weird. And uh, I, I watched this, and after the game, it, it was his 45th win in the last 48 matches, gave him seven titles in the last 10 events. But he, uh, <laughs> excuse me, not only did he get this bizarre Ion Triac trophy, 
But he also got a framed men in black suit from Will Smith. What? Will Smith, who's in Europe during press for his new film, Men in Black 3, and he watched Sunday's final with his wife, Jada. After the match, Will Smith spoke to the crowd, and what they said was surprisingly good Spanish, and then he bought out a framed costume from the movie as a gift to Federer. Huh. Yes, it was very odd. I'm sure yes, he's a huge tennis fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You kind of have to be there to see it, but it was a, it's a little strange. But, yeah, um, I would say it's a little peculiar. <laughs> but let's kind of go into what we were going to talk about this week. And I guess the first thing is that it has been quite an interesting week in the NBA. And along one of the big stories this week was the Philadelphia 76ers beating the Bulls uh, to become – what was that, like the fifth or sixth, eighth seed to be the number one seed, or whatever it was. Yeah. But I have a problem with this. And there are people who say, you know, oh, it's just sour grapes because you are a Bulls fan. I'm a Bulls fan, whatever. But I'm going to pose the question to you. Should the 76ers playoff win over the Bulls be respected for what it was, a playoff series win, or shouldn't have an asterisk because of key injuries to Bulls players? Well, that's a silly question because they're never going to do that. I mean, in our minds, we can think that well, because that's absolutely true. Because well, if their coach was there and Joaquin wouldn't have gotten hurt, this would be a to- totally different playoff. Correct. But it's like putting an asterisk next to whoever won those championships after Michael Jordan left and the Bulls didn't win anymore. I'm glad yes, you it's bought unfor- it's unfortunate. Yes, it wouldn't be this way. Yes, I don't like it personally as a Bulls fan. No, the 76ers won't move on to the next round. So, yeah, it's kind of like a wasted trip to the playoffs. You know, it won't necessarily, it will not literally be an asterisk, but I know, like, some fans are going to look back at this. And, you know, if you look at this 10 years later, I don't think, you know, half of the people are going to remember who got injured in that series. And the other half, only two hardcore fans are going to say, hey, they won that series out there. But history will now state, that the 76ers playoff win over the Bulls, you know, pretty much, it, it, I don't know, it's something about it just stinks to me. But I know it's one of those things, too, where the Bulls still had a couple of good players. And I was just perplexed that throughout the season, they had such a good record without Derrick Rose. And even before Joakim Noah got injured, this was still a pretty good team. Yeah. No. I'll give credit to Carlos Boozer until probably the end of the games. <laughs> yeah, he can't pull but, it out. No. But it's still a pretty good squad, and it should have been good enough to pull it off. I don't know. I was more confused out of anything on this week with that. But, I didn't uh, think they were going to lose the first round, obviously. We talked about it. I didn't think they were yeah. going to lose. Because they've done it off season. I just wonder if the heavy shoulders ran its toll. Because it instead of getting did. credit where credit was due, half of these players on that team were just being talked to about, oh, how are you guys going to do it without Derrick Rose? Oh, now Joaquin Millen's hurt. Oh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? The same stuff they've been doing all year. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't do it. So, yes, no, the Bulls should have won. Did they lose it? Yes, they lost it. They didn't win. The Sixers didn't beat the Bulls. The Bulls beat the Bulls. Yeah, sadly, in the end, it will uh, wind up that way. 
And now I have another question to ask you. The L.A. Lakers will take on the Oklahoma City Thunder in the next round. And I'm going to ask the age-old question because as it goes, of course, you have a team that comes in that's played seven-game series. And then you have another team that's been off for a week in Oklahoma City. Who benefits and who hurts more? An Oklahoma City team that's been off for a week or a Lakers team that just went seven physical games with Denver? Well, it's tough to say either way. I think that for a young team, having a week off is going to be hurting them. But they've they've had a lot of time to work on how they're going to come at the Lakers. The Lakers are old. They did just play a very physical seven games with the Nuggets. And I think that not giving them enough rest is going to hurt them. Kobe coming off being real sick, he couldn't even come out last night and do anything. I think they I think they wanted to step aside and let good old Brown Artest have his day in the sun because of what had happened. Proving mm-hmm. that he's a good asset to this team and he's such a good player. I thought that's exactly what they're doing. Well, let me, Kobe, step aside because I haven't been feeling well and let's let you shine. I thought it was ridiculous. But I think that it's going to hurt the Lakers coming off the seven games because they're tired, they're fatigued, they're older. They need that time to come with a game plan because they're not going to have their legs with a very fast Thunder team. And I hope well, now, that the Thunder has taken this time to study up on the Lakers and how they like to ground and pound down low and not let it happen. I just hope that they come back out with Ron Artest <laughs> and uh, Harden and, and in a fun, fun series. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Mr. World Peace or our test or whatever we want to call him now, where he's yeah. going by. But uh, whatever, <laughs> it's still takes some time to used to. But yeah. uh, I'm going to ask you. He's been off for pretty much the same amount of time. Do you think that he will be a wild card in the next round, or do you think it will pretty much um, his return pretty much will? Really have that much. He's going to come out shooting the way he shot in that last game against the Nuggets. He's going to be a factor, but I really don't think he's going to have that many looks come this this playoff round because they're going to have to bring the goods. And I don't think Ron Artest is the goods, but I think they needed him to have a little sparkly, twinkly sunshine on him to make sure everybody knew how good Ron Artest is and. That he didn't mean anything bad, so let's like let him have the points today. I mean, I really thought they he shot so many damn three pointers. I was just like, why are you shooting that? But whatever, he made a couple. He just the way he shoots makes me think it's so silly. Yeah, like I said, I think he probably will be, and I think Kobe will learn a lesson about picking where he eats <laughs> next time. Brown yeah. bag it. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Coach Brown. I don't know. This team's got a lot of uh, of effort that they're putting out, but I really just don't think it's going to happen. And let's not forget to talk about the Clippers because I really hope they do beat out on on the San Antonio. Like again, they're an older team. Clippers are young and gun. I I like. To, I'm going to be happy to watch these Western championships. So are you saying right now, from what I am gathering, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but are you hoping for a Clippers-Oklahoma City Western Conference Finals? Absolutely. Ah, very interesting. Put it in the books. 
<laughs> Very interesting. Well, we shall see. We shall see. It'll but be final fun. Question, it would be fun. And I think, you know, it would have plenty of star power. you got CP3 and, you know, you... Yeah, My it's just... Blake it, it, Griffin. Yeah, Blake <laughs> Griffin. And, then, you know, and you would have the young guns from Oklahoma City and Durant and Westbrook and, you know, mm-hmm. it's hard. It, it's just... You you have so Plus many. Plus, it'd be funny to see players. Fish come back with a different team. Yeah. And the Lakers not so, being there. <laughs> yeah. And you would have a Los Angeles team in the Western Conference Finals, but this wouldn't be the Lakers. <laughs> Yay! Which Let's I think get old, good, out to old, in with the new. Which I think would really stick in Kobe's craw this year because didn't they have like a little bit of uh, issue earlier this year with saying, "Hey, we're still the uh, team in Los Angeles." Who's the team in LA? Yeah. And to see the Clippers make it to the Western Conference Finals, I think it would just make just Kobe rub it even right more in ill. Kobe's big fat wound. Yeah, it would, he would be even more ill than he was the other night. <laughs> and finally, from the NBA Files, LeBron James picked up his third MVP award yesterday. I'm going to ask you the question now was it deserved? And if not, who do you think should have won? It's like eating a big bowl of salad for me that I would say that LeBron James did really earn earn it. He's really good. His defense is fantastic. Uh, he does need to work on shooting, but that's not necessarily his role on that team. He's got two other great players with him in star quality. that they, They're running that triangle better than any other team. I just – it pains me to say. I don't know if he really deserves anything besides like a smack upside the head, but – <laughs> he's really good. I think he he this year well, proved to everybody that he's not out to be the bad guy. Yeah, I guess. I, I well, you know, you I watched him. Won, no, no. I mean, in a year in which a lot of the regular suspects weren't as good or they struggled a bit, I would well, have given. Injured. Yeah, I would have given a few. I think I would have given my first place votes to someone who I don't think really gets enough credit for, quote, leading his team. Because I think without this guy, I don't think his team would be the heavily favored team it is. And I think it's Kevin Durant. Durant. He's and, fantastic. And he shoots better, yes. Yeah, and I. I Hope one of these days before all is said and done, he picks up one. I have a feeling, you know, he, he his career, because he's not out there, his career reminds me most of David Robertson, Robertson and uh, Tim Duncan. He's that quiet guy who really doesn't – he he's the superstar on that team, but he doesn't shove it in your face, you know. He's not out here with 10 million commercials – he doesn't need a special to say, and he stayed with his team. He didn't have to stay with his team. He stayed there because he wanted to win a title in Oklahoma City. He could have wanted to, and he stayed. And I hope that he gets the respect earned in his career. I hope he picks up an MVP award for all said and done. Well, he definitely deserves but, it, but needed it doesn't mean LeBron didn't. You know, like they both. No, no, I'm not agreeing with that. That's why I said there's only really two good players this year that really deserve that. And if it wasn't Kevin Durant in it, then it was definitely LeBron James. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, we'll put that out there. I'm glad and we now, agree, I'm, because that was my. I, I thought about it for a long time, and I do love Kevin Durant, and I think he's really great. But I couldn't really say anything about LeBron that was really that bad. I mean, he's pretty good. <laughs> and it pains no, me to both, say. They're both good, and that's the sad thing about the MVP awards. They can only go to one unless the votes kind of like split. But I just think there should be one for each division. Each conference, one in the east, one in the west. That's another question for another Things to think about, Commissioner. <laughs> yes, yes, things to think about for next time. Now I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself here. And I know you have been stewing about this ever since I first asked you the question a few weeks ago, but now Once we're down to the final. First of all. I did not force you to make a decision. You were shouting at me. <laughs> because you were on the fence, and I was wanting you to I make a decision. I was still on the fence, and then I was like, nope, I was right. I should have picked them in the beginning. I, I gave you adequate time to make a decision to come up with a playoff team and who you actually had. And you kind of hovered. You were like, well, I want to go. This is your chance to work with a clean slate tonight. We're down to Final Four in hockey. Eastern Conference Final will have the Rangers versus the Devils. And the Western Conference Finals, as we stated earlier, are between the Kings and the Coyotes. You now, like I said, have a chance to right any wrong. Who wins these Conference Finals to advance to the Stanley Cup? Well, I still pick the Kings and the Rangers, but I just don't pick the Rangers to win. Well, I'm going to agree with you because remember I said the Rangers would make it but not win. They will lose yeah, against whoever. <laughs> yeah. But whoever makes it out of the West, I think, will go on to win the Stanley Cup. And like I said, I'm going with history and the fact that the runner-up in the Winter Classic has gone on to play in the Stanley Cup but lose. And so I'm going with the numbers in that history and I think that's why you'll see Rangers versus Kings. Kings finally get it, and hockey will reign supreme in L.A. <laughs> finally. For one year. Yeah, yeah. finally. <laughs> well, for like eight months, and then they'll start talking about this next year. <laughs> <laughs> but well, definitely, after that, I mean, I was really on the fence about the Kings because I really, really thought they were really good this year. And then after they blew out that first round and swept the next round, I just, you know, they're shining where yeah. it needs to be shined, and it's ready to go. They're, they're going to win. <laughs> so, yeah, so, no, I said, I said any team out of West, and I said Detroit because, uh, you know, at that time it was one of those things where even the Kings weren't highly thought of because they said, you know, they barely made it in, and now they're rolling through. So congratulations to them. Yeah. But, Ooh, something good on the West Coast. Yes, time is going so quickly here tonight. I'm going to But we to can definitely skip hear Katie's Corner. If you, I know you've got another thing you wanted to talk about. No, no, no. I can go ladies first, and we can we can go to Katie's Corner. Or you know, I'm I'm going to give you the decision here. This is one of those rare things, ladies and gentlemen, where we're actually uh, going to discuss this on the air. But uh, I will give you the decision whether we go with Katie's Corner or whether we talk about Florida State. I would love to talk about Florida State. All right. I feel like a game show host. Um, Florida State. <laughs> May I have Florida State, so let's talk about it. Yeah, they have looked a few of the potential moves in the Big 12. According to Yahoo Sports this week, uh, Andy Haggart, chairman of Florida State's Board of Trustees, told WarChant.com about 
On moving to the Big 12, he said, in quote, how do you not look into that option? And on behalf of the Board of Trustees, I can say unanimously, we would be in favor of seeing what the Big 12 might have to offer. Now, those comments pretty much rolled across the ACC this week. And the first shock to this whole thing, and I guess to go back to the story of why Florida State is not happy, is that it goes back to Wednesday when the ACC came to terms with ESPN on a 15-year, $3.6 billion agreement. It sounded good in retrospect. But when you look over the history of the contract, each school was supposedly getting an additional $4 million a year. The average would be $17.1 million annually. But the initial bump in television revenue is actually just over a million a year and a total of $12 million range the next season. So that deal was backloaded so that the bigger money would come in escalator provisions that, considering how broadcast rights keep growing, probably will be below market by the time any sizable gains are realized. So that additional $4 million per school per year that wouldn't come until 2021, almost nine years into the contract. And almost everyone that said privately was troubled by that deal. So here's Florida State, who's running at an operating deficit and may have to trim up to $2.4 million a year in expenditures. And they're trying to lure 80000 all the way to the panhandle. And, of course, the addition of Syracuse and Pitt doesn't help in this league. No. So I'm going to ask you the short-term question here because we only got a couple of minutes, but Florida State going out of the ACC, would it start to domino affect the teams leaving? Is it all just tough? Or who would benefit by that move more, the ACC or the Big 12? Or Florida State? I think it's stupid. I think that Florida State sat pretty in the ACC, and I think that the ACC is going to falter. I mean, and then Florida State's going to be underneath those other big teams she just named. I think that nobody thought before opening their mouths. Be of all, I heard this only happens with football. It's not going to happen with basketball. I'm always Did you read that? By that? Yeah, I, I read that, but I'm always confused. How do you split up the difference between sports? Me, me neither. I'm always get confused by that because in my mind, if you're going to leave a division in any sport, even if you left it rolling, the whole thing goes. That means. Everybody leaves with you. I mean, like, okay. how do you leave? That would be like Illinois leaving the Big Ten in football, but the basketball stays on, and <laughs> it, it just it, it it would make no sense. You know, it's like really you're going to continue well, and it playing in the I don't. They obviously didn't read through this contract before they signed it because all this other crap is coming out of the woodwork now, and they're all like, uh oh, what do we do now? And so like, you're not telling me that some of the financial experts on these universities or whoever negotiated this contract would be like, hey. I mean, broadcasting rights, even the most novice of people know, that broadcasting rights seem to be climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing. It's not going back. The only way it went back was with the NHL when nobody was watching it about 10, 15 years ago. Yep. And they could barely get a league contract then. But college football is always – college football, like the NFL, or you know, is always going to have a high contract from somewhere. And to and tell you that you didn't know – Yes, and to tell me that you did not know about this back end and all this stuff that was coming down the line, it's ludicrous, but it's almost as if I, I would say... Let me put the blindfold on, sign something, and pretend I didn't know about it. Yeah. I was like, why didn't you say something then and, you know, put your foot down and pout about it then? And mm-hmm. now you are, and now you're threatening that you want to leave. You know what? Yep. If you leave... Good for you because the thing is that in the Big 12, they they are going to get destroyed. The Big 12. You alive? (laughs) I don't know. I was upset about it. 
read the article and I got really confused and I was like, yeah, let's talk about this tonight. <laughs> yeah, we have. It's just, I mean, we're both in agreement here. It's, it would be the steepest yep. move by Florida State because you already signed a deal. You might, uh-huh. if you're going to be mad at anybody, next time around when this contract comes up in about 10, 15 years. Yeah, in 15 years when you have no money and nobody cares about you. Aw. Pretty much. Look it over with your lawyers, Florida State. But I, I don't understand that. That's just, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a very silly move. But we've got 90 seconds to go. Any shout-outs this week? Shout-outs to all the mamas in the house that listen to the show. I said happy Mother's Day to my mother. She probably doesn't listen to the show. But happy Mother's Day, Mom. I'm glad you got my card, and I'm glad you cried. That's the purpose of Mother's Day cards. Yes, it's the purpose. It's that hallmark moment. Yeah, that's why Hallmark made the holiday. Yes, indeed. Happy Mother's Day to you all, the mothers. And uh, And to Labar's mom. Oh, thank you. Yes, happy Mother's Day to your mom. Happy Mother's Day to my mom. Happy Mother's Day to... All the moms across the world. All the moms. So, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed and hope you uh, enjoyed your day. Playoff time. We got more to chat about. We definitely do. And I'm pretty but, sure Jeannie uh, Moore didn't call me, so if he does call you, still down to talk. Oh. Okay. We're still waiting. So, uh, still waiting. Still, <laughs> still on the clock here. The invite still stands. So. Still stands. Uh, <laughs> put the <laughs> clock on the wall. They're telling us that we're running out of time. So, for Katie, I am LeVar. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Good night.